Hey, it's Chris the Dating Doc, and we are continuing our Myers-Briggs series. This one's going to be all about INFP, aka the mediator. This podcast episode, we're going to talk about the mediator, also known as INFP. This is a continuation of our Myers-Briggs personality type series. The INFP, as we've uh, spoken about, they've... Um, the way that the letters are broken down is, is based on the personality traits that fall into what the MBTI is, Myers-Briggs Personality Type Indicator. So what you have here is introverted, intuitive, feeling, and prospecting personality traits. That's what makes an INFP. Again, I say introverted, intuitive, feeling, and prospecting personality traits. So this it's a rare personality type, the INFP, tend to be quiet open-minded and imaginative and they apply a caring and creative approach to everything they do but here's here's this is what's interesting and this is what i enjoy about myers-briggs is that as you build these archetypes these personality types people can be a little bit narrow-minded frankly um some people and they may just categorize as a mental shortcut and thinking okay infps are just the quiet ones the timid ones but although they may seem quiet or unassuming, they have vibrant, passionate inner lives, okay? Creative and imaginative, they happily lose themselves in daydreams, inventing all sorts of stories and conversations in their minds. Creative folks. These personalities are known for their sensitivity. That's why they're called mediators. Mediators can have a profound emotional response to music, art, nature, and the people around them. Pretty powerful stuff. Idealistic and empathetic, mediators long for deep, soulful relationships, and they feel called to help others. These are folks that can definitely be teachers, nurses, work in nonprofit, and be warriors that believe in a mission beyond themselves. So it's it's pretty pretty good traits here. But because this personality type makes such a small portion of the population. Mediators may sometimes feel lonely or invisible, adrift in a world that doesn't seem to appreciate the traits that make them unique. That definitely resonates nowadays, modern society, where we would rather be divided than together. We would rather debate than collaborate. So yeah. Now the gift of empathy, right? This is this is the basis of a mediator, INFP, is the gift of empathy. And, and I think this works perfectly in the realm of dating relationships. So the mediators, they, they share a sincere curiosity about the depths of human nature. Introspective to the core, they're exquisitely attuned to their own thoughts and feelings, but they yearn to understand the people around them as well. Powerful stuff. Mediators are compassionate and non-judgmental, always willing to hear another person's story. These are the kind of friends you want. You, you identify someone as an INFP, then you may want them in your corner. When someone opens up to an INFP or they turn to them for comfort, they feel honored to listen and be of help. With that, that's the basis of the big trait, the big pillar of an INFP is its empathy. And empathy is the personality type's greatest gift, but it can be a liability. It's almost like the character off Green Mile, where he felt 
all the troubles of the world, all the pain of the world. He was able to be over empathetic. The troubles of the world weigh heavily on a mediator's shoulders, and these personalities can be vulnerable to internalizing other people's negative moods or mindsets. So, unless they learn to set boundaries, mediators may feel overwhelmed by just how many wrongs there are that need to be set right. And if you feel so burdened, if you're an INFP, that you're trying to take on all the world's problems, including your closest friends and family members. You may be to the point where you feel burnout. Not that you want to help other people, but you're so mentally clogged that you can't even take the, the next step to help folks overall. So, so, another another part, another pillar when it comes to INFP is speaking their truth. And there's few things that make mediators more uneasy than pretending to be someone they aren't. With their sensitivity and their commitment to authenticity, people that fall into this personality type tend to crave opportunities for creative self-expression. That's the beauty of creative self-expression: is that there's authenticity in that. You cannot fake expressing the arts, whether it's music, art, etc., unless you're sampling the same exact song from someone. But that's a whole other topic. It comes to no surprise that famous mediators are poets, writers, actors, and artists. They can't help but muse about the meaning and purpose of life, dreaming up all sorts of stories, ideas, and possibilities along the way. That's what the Romantic period was all about. When we talk about the Renaissance, the Romantic period had nothing to do with you know when you talk about romance and wooing someone. Romance had to do more with being out in nature and. Being mindful and loving life, and exploring every detail that makes love, which again is is beyond Cupid and love.、Um, so these are folks that thrived in that era, in the、uh, Romantic period. This is where ideas became collective motivation into art, into the way people dressed. So INFPs, in a way, were, in my opinion, a pillar. Of the Renaissance era and the Romantic period, through this imaginative landscape, mediators can explore their own inner nature as well as a place in the world. While it's a beautiful trait, these personalities sometimes show tendency to daydream and fantasize rather than take action. So, if you're the type who's an entrepreneur and you have all these awesome ideas, but you don't know how to execute, you're not an entrepreneur yet. You have to be able to meet idea with intent and execution. So, to avoid feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, or incapable, mediators, aka INFP, need to make sure that they take steps to turn their dreams and ideas into reality. If you know me personally, you know that I love saying I'm in the business of turning ideas into reality. And I mean that PG rated wise, business wise, and not so PG rated wise. <laughs> But I digress. So we're going to get into is now the strengths and weaknesses of an INFP. Stay tuned. So we're back talking about the INFP, and what we're gonna do now is gonna break. We're gonna break down the strengths and weaknesses of an INFP, also known as a mediator. And keep in mind that 
if you ever want to see more information on an INFP, especially if you possess that or you're dating someone or interested in someone that's INFP, check out 16personalities.com. They don't sponsor my videos, but that's where I'm getting my information from. So let's get into it. So strength of an INFP. First off, as we talked about in the last segment, they're empathetic. Mediators don't just care about other people in an abstract sense. There's an intrinsic, wholesome reason that they care about you, right? They care about a person's emotions from joy and elation to sorrow and regret. Because of the sensitivity, mediators tend to be thoughtful and kind-hearted, and they hate the idea of hurting anyone, even unintentionally. It's pretty good stuff. But at the same time, that may allude to a weakness. Generous. Mediators rarely enjoy succeeding at other people's expense. They feel called to share the good things in their lives, give credit where it's due, and um, uplift the people around them. These personalities want to contribute to a world where every voice is heard and no one's needs go unmet. Again, that was the generous part. Open-minded, INFPs are tolerant and accepting. They try not to judge anyone else's beliefs, lifestyles, or decisions. This is a personality type that prefers compassion to fault-finding, and many mediators feel empathy even for those who have done wrong. Because they're so accepting, mediators often become confidant for their friends and loved ones, and occasionally for total strangers. Now, without alluding too much to politics and whatnot, when you think of open-minded, okay, again, I have voted for both parties. I, I look at things from taking a couple steps back and not being stuck on left, right, liberal, conservative. But if you're open-minded and you're accepting of other belief systems, all right, especially not judging anyone else's beliefs, lifestyles, or decisions, then that could be an indicator of where they may lean in the political spectrum. Because let's look at it right now. There are certain groups on extreme left and right that are not accepting of someone else's beliefs, lifestyles, or decisions, unless it's theirs, right? Both extreme left and right. But when you go down to the, the middle, the moderate, you know that there's more of a chance that a certain side, certain side will not find compassion in your certain lifestyle or belief system. I'll leave it at that. INFPs are creative. Okay, they love to see things from unconventional perspectives. Few things give them more pleasure than allowing their minds to wander through all sorts of ideas and possibilities and daydreams. It's no wonder then that many mediators are drawn to creative pursuits. Okay, it's a personality type that's well represented among writers and artists. So more than likely, if you're hanging out with a writer, artist, a barista who's a aspiring author, they might be an INFP or show strong traits of being an INFP. INFPs are also passionate. When an idea or movement captures their imagination, mediators want to give their whole heart to it. So people with this personality type may not always be outspoken, but that doesn't diminish their strong feelings for a cause that speaks to their beliefs and convictions, which is a good point, regardless of Myers-Briggs or not. It does not have to be mutually exclusive. You can be very passionate about your belief or movement and not have to be outspoken. And you can maybe get as much done as the loud and proud and yet still have more passion for that belief. Again, this is something that transcends this podcast episode. Idealistic. Mediators are idealistic. 
is strive to follow your conscience even when doing the right thing isn't easy or convenient. They rarely lose sight of their desire to live a meaningful, purpose-filled life, one that helps others and leaves the world a better place. That's pretty good. Idealistic. I think that works really well when you're in a relationship and you're trying to evolve together. Someone that's idealistic more than likely has a lot more flexibility in growing old with you than someone who may be a little bit more rigid or close-minded. So what we're going to talk about in the next in this next next section is the mediator INFP weaknesses. Stay tuned. Last section, we talked about strengths of an INFP. Let's get into weaknesses. So, unrealistic. Unrealistic. Nothing in this world is perfect. We know that, right? And that can be a difficult truth for mediators to accept. People with this personality type can be hopeless romantics with rose-colored visions of what their lives should look like. This can set up mediators up for disappointment when reality falls short of their dreams. It's not a Disney story. It's not an MCEU movie where at the end all the good guys win. Well, you know, if you look at Infinity War, that's a whole another whole another end there. But point being is INFPs may be too overly positive without being unrealistic about the resiliency that's required to be able to maneuver life. Another weakness is self-isolating. Mediators long to connect with others, but they don't always know how. Especially in new environments, mediators may be reluctant to put themselves out there in ways that would help them make new friends or become involved in a new community. As a result, people with this personality type may sometimes feel lonely or isolated. INFPs, let's break it down real quick here. So they're artists, they're writers, they're, they're idealistic, they're very caring, they have a lot of empathy. But they isolate themselves, which is, there's a little bit of irony in that because they want to seek out and help others. But because they may have a different view of the world, especially the fact that they're a rare personality type, then you can now see, now as we kind of recap everything we've talked about, you can see why they can be a little bit self-isolating and reluctant to put themselves out there. So if you do encounter an INFP or you're an INFP, realize that this is part of your beauty is that you become self-isolating because, well, you're special in this world. And as long as you're able to understand how to how to maneuver that the way, right way by finding a social support, even if it's uncomfortable, you know in the end that helps you out and makes you a more balanced, healthy INFP. Another weakness is unfocused. Mediator's imaginative, introspective nature doesn't always lend itself to productivity. It's like we're talking about plenty of ideas, but no execution, right? We brought that up. The problem isn't that they are incapable. It's that they run into problems when they become so caught up in different ideas and ideals that they fail to commit to a course of action. I would say... I personally ran into a little bit of that when I was a younger officer. I had a lot of great ideas. I would stand up and tell my commanders, I think this is a great idea. And I was I felt a little bit offended that they're like, well, you need to come up with it, right? And as a young officer, I thought, well, they're, they're the leaders. I thought they're the ones to, you know, find the solution. And now as I get older, I realize, no, 
that is a little bit presumptuous of me to assume that they're going to take care of this and I'm just volunteering these ideas without committing to the execution of it, right? So that was, that was a failure and immaturity. And I, I, again, I grew out of that. Another weakness is they're emotionally vulnerable. We've talked about this, right? They take upon people's pains. So the emotional attunement of these personalities is among their greatest strength. But unless mediators establish boundaries, they can be at risk of absorbing other people's negative moods or attitude. I've done that. I've done that myself. I am an ENFJ, but I definitely, some of the stuff is resonating with me. More so, I, I say I'm still an ENFJ. But this INFP stuff is really resonating with how I take upon people's pains, especially being a dating relationship coach. Desperate to please. Conflict tends to be stressful for mediators who yearn for harmony and acceptance. When someone dislikes or disapproves of them, these personalities may become fixated on trying to clear the air and change a person's mind. Unfortunately, mediators' desires to please others can drain their energy eclipsing their inner wisdom and their awareness of their own needs. They're giving up too much of themselves. And the last weakness we'll talk about is self-critical, which kind of goes in hand in hand with desperate to please. Mediators believe in their unique potential and they desperately want to live up to it, but this can cause them to have unrealistic expectations for themselves. When mediators fail to live up to these visions, they may accuse themselves of being useless or selfish or inadequate. Taken too far, this self-criticism can discourage mediators, leading them, leading them to give up on even their dreams. Don't want that. If you're an INFP, we know we got you. You're very caring. You're very compassionate. But do not give up yourself. Do not give up yourself to the point you give up on yourself. So what we're going to talk about now is romantic relationships and INFP. Good stuff. Stay tuned. Mediators, INFPs are dreamers and idealists, especially when it comes to romance. People with this personality type believe in the power and beauty of true love, and they sincerely hope never to settle for anything less. It's good stuff, stuff that's needed in this modern dating landscape. It's fair to say then that mediators approach the world of romance with high expectations. They may have spent years daydreaming about the perfect relationship. We went into the strength and weaknesses about that. Imagining how it would feel to share their innermost selves with another person. But the reality of dating can come as a shock to mediators, forcing them to grapple with a challenging question. If they want to be in a relationship, will they have to compromise on their ideals? A lot of people go through that. Hopeless romantics. Mediators don't just want to find a partner. They want to connect with a soulmate. Thoughtful and open-minded, these personalities are generally willing to consider going out with all sorts of people. Okay, going out doesn't mean sleeping with them. Mediators pride themselves on their ability to look past a potential partner's traits, superficial traits such as appearance, social status, or possessions. They focus on deeper, more meaningful signals of compatibility. It's a beautiful thing. Mediators share belief that two people can come together in a relationship and make each other better and happier than they were before synergy but it would be a mistake to think that mediators don't have preconceived standards for a significant other with their active minds and imaginations people with this personality type tend to develop and carry them a vision of their ideal partner 
a vision that may be based on a favorite fictional character, a person they once knew, or simply stories they told themselves about how love should look. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, some of y'all had these dreams of being with a guy from、uh, from us, or、uh, or you think about Cardi B or something, you know, some of these low vibration type of folks. But anyways. When they meet someone new, most mediators can't help but compare that person with their ideal soulmate they've envisioned. Unsurprisingly, such comparisons tend tend to weed out more than a few potential partners. It can be difficult, if not impossible, for a real flesh and blood person to live up to a mediator's cherished dreams. La la land, right? You have to be able to have realistic expectations, but at the same time. It's okay to imagine a little. It is definitely fine. Manifestation, law of attraction, is, is such a real thing. So, if you have a realistic goal, stretch it a little bit. That comes with the type of partner you want. You have an idea of the person you want in a realistic sense, and then stretch it a little bit, and you, you'll surprise yourself. Making an effort. With time, many mediators come to learn that true love doesn't just magically happen. It takes compromise, understanding, and work. After all, no partner is perfect, and even the most beautiful relationships have their challenges. Fortunately, people with this personality type can find a great deal of joy in the effort it takes to strengthen a relationship. When they fall in love, mediators reveal just how much passion drums beneath their quiet exteriors. They're devoted and loyal. They nevertheless respect their partner's independence, aiming to accept their partners as they are. Imagine that they're giving up themselves, but then they also understand the individuality of their partner. That said, these personalities also want to help their partners learn, grow, and pursue their goals. Mediators are always dreaming up ways to improve themselves and the world around them, and the last thing they want is for their partners to feel unhappy or stuck. So this is pretty good.、Um, now that you know, if, if you've digested, you, you've listened to this. You know you're an INFP. Again, I would recommend taking a Myers Briggs quiz. If you're listening to this series and you think you may know your MBTI, maybe you want to retake it and find out where do I fall in this spectrum of the 16 personality types. Finding out what's real. Mediators tend to promote harmony over disagreement. Although this lends stability to their relationship, it can also lead to problems. To avoid triggering a conflict, mediators may avoid talking openly about things that are bothering them. Instead, they mentally fixate on the problem or try to solve it on their own. They may focus on making their partner happy, but at the same time, they're not practicing their boundaries, their own priorities, and sense of self. People with this personality type may need to remind themselves that open, honest communication is necessary in a relationship, even if it's not easy. In fact, those moments of candor can transform a relationship for the better. As long as you communicate openly, mediators (INFPs), you're more than capable to, to staying true to yourselves in a relationship and encourage a person they care about to do the same. When you bring your whole hearts and minds together in a relationship, mediators can find out what it truly means to love and be loved. Okay, so it's not about just giving to your partner and losing yourself in the process. Open communication.
when they literally say get it off your chest that means you are literally getting whatever has you wound up and stressed off your chest so let's keep communicating folks So as we're wrapping it up, we're going to conclude talking about how kind-hearted the mediators are, INFPs. And that's really the the biggest uh, highlight of an INFP is their kind-hearted and artistic, altruistic nature. Okay, with their unique gifts, mediators can become all sorts and can overcome all sorts and challenges and obstacles and brighten the lives of those around them in the process. Mediators' creativity, imagination, and kindness prove to be invaluable in many areas, including their own personal growth. Yet mediators can be tripped up in areas where idealism and altruism are more of a liability than an asset. So when it comes to finding or keeping a partner, making friends, pursuing a meaningful career, planning for the future, people with this personality type may need to consciously develop their weaker traits and gain new skills, even as they draw on their many strengths. Imagination is only a skill when it's used properly. The Secret Life of Mediators. What you have read so far, this is just an an introduction, right? If If you've heard all this. And it just goes into the complexity of the mediator personality type from strength, weaknesses, and the romantic side of it. But, you know, the, the biggest thing about being a mediator is learning how to reach your full potential, especially in the realm of dating relationships, which is what I talk about. Learn to use your imagination, your skills, your artistry to your benefit, your caring nature. Take full advantage of that without it taking advantage of you. So overcome these challenges. If you ever feel like you are too giving of yourself as an INFP or mediator, if you're dating someone who is an INFP and mediator, the way to fulfill their potential is to promote, promote healthy, very fluid and very honest communication. And that's both verbal and nonverbal communication. So hope you enjoyed this. Stay, stay with us. Stay with the Dating Doc Podcast if you want to learn more about the Myers-Briggs personality types. And if you've made it this far, find me on Instagram. Send me a message at the Dating Doc, the Dating Doc, short for doctor, the Dating Doc on Instagram. Visit our YouTube channel. You could also contact me on my official website, thedatingdoc.com. I do this for all of us so we can promote a more healthy, more positive and productive modern dating environment. Hope you enjoyed. Catch you on the next one. Thank you.